Hey everyone, I'm back and proud to announce a new sponsor of the podcast, Young Living Essential Oils. These oils are great and for a wide range of use. For those who listen to my basketball podcast, Strictly Hoop Talk, they have oils that help relax, relieve, and heal your muscles after after a workout. And for those of you that listen to my hip-hop podcast, Strictly Hip-Hop, and love music like me, or if you're a couch student like me dealing with a lot of stress, they have essential oils that help your mood and emotions. And there's scientific proof that these oils are a healthier alternative than the prescribed medications. And the proof is in their seed to seal promise that every oil is natural from their farms and fully tested before it is shipped. If you still need more proof, I've tried these oils myself and noticed a great difference and my friends have too. You guys know Nick Heal from my Strictly Hip Hop podcast, right? He uses these oils all the time for everything from focusing to writing music to relaxing and he swears by it and uses them every day. To get more information and purchase these heels, contact Teresa. Her email will be in the description to purchase an everyday starter kit. Again, check the description of the podcast for a link to purchase the everyday starter kit and to contact Teresa. Welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and returning to the show is, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, Akil, here to break down some NBA playoff action. Akil, how's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Good, man. Been grinding these last two weeks here. Yeah. Last two weeks of the home stretch. The Hail Mary for GPA. Hail Mary. I don't know how much Hail Mary you need. You need a lot of that for... I feel like if you're praying for the last two weeks, you're just kind of screwed. You might as well chalk up L's and move on. Right, right, right. All right, well, um, speaking of L's, we'll get into some teams that lost. Uh, we're just going to talk about uh, – we're not going to hit every series. Uh, there's some series that we want to kind of wait and see, like Houston, Minnesota. Um, I don't want to kind of overreact off of one game here, but um, with game two being tonight um, – so we're just going to kind of bounce around uh, the, the, the most interesting series that we find in the league right now, and then we'll probably get back together later within the, within the next couple of days or so for, to talk about the other series. But uh, let's start with Indiana-Cleveland. So how surprised were you that Indiana smacked them? Not surprised. Really? I was shocked. Yeah, I said the first game Indiana was going to blow them out. Did you? Last, on the pod? I did say that. Wow. Check the listeners. Check the check the tapes. Check the archives. I want to make sure he's not just bullshit. No, I said what I said is if Indiana wins one, it'll be the first game and it'll be a right. blowout. So first okay, game they wow. won it and it'll be a blowout. Wow. See, I was totally shocked because my whole thing was, okay, well, Braun's gonna come in and the Cavs are gonna come in, and you know 
that whole flip the switch thing, you know, like they were going to they were going to come in and make it make it a statement game. And it felt like it felt like they just it felt like a basketball game that they played their best as not like everybody individually, but like effort wise, they played their best and they came up short, way short against Indiana, which shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, that, but also the flip the switch thing has to work as if you have your team that actually has good players on it. Right, right. And I don't think the roster is built for the flip I thought the they switch. Could, I thought they could flip the switch, though, against Indiana, though. I mean, it is only one game in the series. It is. But yeah, it is. You would think that game one, Cleveland would have been motivated to just say, all right, let's just take control of the narrative right now. Yeah, let's just basically be like, oh, hey, we do this every year for the past can i can i get off on a little bit of a weird a weird uh, go for tangent? it you do it every it's your podcast <laughs> okay so i actually had a dream last night that i ran into victor oladipo and it was like a quick five second exchange but i just dapped him up and i was like i'm sorry bro i was wrong about you and he was like he's like that's what's up man and i don't know where i was going like apparently i was the busy one not him he was just chilling <laughs> So I don't know. I gotta, I gotta quick. I gotta go really quick to a podcast, but uh. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of dapped him up, you know, and he's like, he's like, oh, can you sign this for me? I was like, nah, man, nah, I don't do that stuff. No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't part of the dream, but no, the real dream was just like straight up. It was like I just remember just like, I don't know, being in some building and seeing Oladipo, and he wasn't even like talking to anybody. He was just like chilling, and I just went up to him and I just like dapped him up, and I was What's just like, what's the most Yo. improved player of the year, man? Yeah. I gave him respect, but like hey. I don't know, maybe subconsciously that dream hey, is telling me that I don't that I feel guilty for not respecting him. Hey man, when you leave uh, Russell Westbrook, good things happen to you. <laughs> oh my God, here we go with the Russell Westbrook slander. I will remind you that you did pick him first team guard. Hey, so you gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> respect him. I do respect him, but I'll slander him all day. <laughs> I do. All right, all right uh, let's actually. Okay, so let's get some so, real basketball talk. Yeah, let's get some real basketball talk here. So enough about my dreams and what they psychologically, what they mean for my psychology. But um, so I pose you this question. Yeah, go for it. If Indiana wins Game Two, what does it mean for this series? It means Cleveland is in total duress, and I'm always here for that. Um, but I. I still, I, I'm I still with you on that, as in the sense, I just want to see shit hit the fan for yeah. Cleveland at all times. And I don't, it's I don't think that... Like, it's just fun yeah. to see. Yes, 100%. Cleveland is a city that I love to see in despair. Oh, I love to see Cleveland Twitter blow up in flames after Dude, some all. guy was in my Twitter mentioned yesterday about, like, how dope... I said, imagine if AD had help, and he's like, come to Cleveland with LeBron. I'm like, nah. Like, nah, fam. Nah, we don't need him over there. He's like, imagine what LeBron would do with a post-presence. I was like, a post-presence? That's what you want LeBron to have? Of all the things in the world, you want LeBron to have a post-presence? All right, my guy. But, uh, oh, anyways. Basketball Twitter. Anyways, uh, with Cleveland, with Cleveland, Indiana, my interesting, my thing is that I think if if Indiana somehow goes up 2-0, uh, which I don't think will happen, I think, I Cle- think Cleveland, I think wins Cleveland too. finds a way, but... At the same at the same time, I don't think it's the end of the series. Like LeBron said, like in his press conference, like we came back from three to one against the Golden State Warriors. So like, granted, totally different team, totally different, you know, whatever. But yeah. LeBron's faced greater odds, and I that, and I think also LeBron can find a way to win. 
he can. One or two games at Indiana. Oh, easily, easily. He Even can though win, they're down two, two of the three. Yeah, he can win two of the three in Indiana. 100%. But all I'm saying is if they go up 0-2. Think about it. All they have to do is split the next four games and they win the series. Isn't that or, or they and no? Then they go up three two heading to Indiana for Game Six. Yeah. But like my thing is like Indiana Game Six. Yes, they're a rowdy crowd. Like yes, they're they're a good bas like they're a tough environment to play in. I just think like, Indiana will find a way to lose and right. Cleveland will find a way to yeah. Right. No, LeBron will. LeBron went in Boston in Game Six and won. Like LeBron. Is yeah, LeBron. that might be the best LeBron games I've ever seen in my whole life. A hundred percent. That was what flipped the switch. I actually. I actually hated LeBron, one, because he was in Cleveland, two, because I was a Pistons fan. Then he moved to Miami. That gave me all the ammo I needed to hate him. I totally bought that narrative of hating LeBron when I was, like, 13, 14, whatever. And then I seen him do what he did in game six and just dismantle Jason Terry and the Boston Celtics. And I was like, hey, man, I got to be a fan of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> or else I'm on the wrong side of history. But anyways, um, so... So how no do you more think, tangents, bro. Yeah, how do you think uh how do you, how do you think this that's series big. plays out now? Um I think does this does this change at all? Because you said and I I think we both said Indy or sorry, Cleveland in five, right? Or did you, you I said Cleveland? Cleveland in five. Okay, yeah. So does this domination of game one does that change you your change nope. your thoughts at all? I think Cleveland sweeps from here on out. You think so? Yeah. And what do you think is what do you think is the the most important element? Like, what, because LeBron played out of his mind. Like, LeBron played well, very well. I don't know how much how he can he can play better, but I don't know I don't know how much that's going to get you. So it's like I think who, who's the who's the guys or the players that have to step up? Well, I think Jared Smith needs to figure something out with his life. You think Jared Smith? Yeah, wouldn't you? Like, I feel like. I, I think I think a lot of it, a lot more of it, falls to Kevin Love for me. Yeah. So I think it's a couple of players: Kevin, Jr., um, Hood, Roddy. Uh, I, I think it's got to be one of Hood or Smith. Because I think I think you can win with I think you can win with LeBron playing LeBron, Love being Love, and one of Hood or Smith being. Okay, so I'll put it this way: I think their, their best version. I think you need. I think you need LeBron to be LeBron and two of your shooters to show up and shoot. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that 100%. And I think that will happen because, you know, they do have, like, I get, like, again, this is probably one of LeBron's. By the way, do you feel this is LeBron's, like, worst roster in a decade? Like, since that 07? You think this is worse than the one that he took to the finals in 15? Or in 2015? The finals roster that he had? Well, to be fair, he got there with Kyrie. And then Kyrie. Well, I'm just saying that finals. Well, like, he played that basically that whole finals level. Right, that yeah. team was disgusting. Yeah, that team was awful. But or that last finals team that he had against the Spurs. Yeah, that team was bad. Yeah, but you still had Wade and Bosh. Where, I mean, Wade wasn't healthy, but yeah, I mean, he's still Wade. Like that's still yeah, better no. than seventy percent of the rock. Yeah, no, this roster. this roster right here is disgusting. Yes, um, it's a it, mess. But anyways, um, Cleveland, y'all think y'all got him for another year? That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. My, I mean, predi- my prediction is he's gonna stay for a year, just because I don't see the options. That, me too. But yeah, but beyond I, a year, yeah, you're fucked. No, I mean like y'all think y'all got him for more years. Oh, like. okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. But uh, 
But anyways, yeah, Cleveland, enjoy this. Enjoy, enjoy these this. last two years you have with them, man. Really, just cherish them. Just cherish them. Um, no, but I think, I think it was one game for them to have a wake-up call. Like, basically every role player there to yeah. be able to say, hey, oh, shoot, maybe we can lose on any given night. And, and like, to beat those Indiana team... You think they were taking team, the flip the switch for granted? Yeah. Okay. They thought it was going to be, like, a natural cup. Like, maybe you have to play, like, maybe not through that. Give a solid, like, 75% effort against its Indiana team. And LeBron can carry the rest of the way. Like, you'll yeah. be fine. That'll be enough to get you four games. Yeah, I think... I think that to go back to the question of does this change my thoughts, um, I think I think all it does is give Indiana one more game in my eyes. Like, I see Indiana winning one of the two at home. And oh, then it's do? it. Yeah. And then that's Oh, so it. you think it's six now instead yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Cause, and, and, and I agree with you. Like, the, the whole, like, Indiana game six is, like I said earlier, I don't think it's that scary for LeBron. <laughs> it might be for some of those role players, but LeBron – LeBron back against the wall, literally facing elimination. I think LeBron will is enough to win, so I'm not worried about that. But let's jump to another series. Uh, you let's go. Let's go. Thun- do you want to go? Do you want to go Thunder OKC or do you want to go? We're processing. Philly? We're processing. We're processing. All right. So how much are we trusting the process right now? Honestly, I've got a waiver. I'm not gonna lie. Me too. I I was. <laughs> Yo, we were okay. So to go back to our pod that we did last week, which if you didn't listen to it, we were both process. We were both believing the process and talked ourselves out of it on the podcast. Then saw game one and we're both like, we both text each other like processing, like we're back, we're good. Yeah. Then Miami won, but you know, I I don't I didn't really lose confidence off the, after that game. No, I don't either. Do. Nope. Like I think I think I'm still. I still think Philly. I'm still, will I'm still it leaning out. Philly. Yes, yeah, because the only thing that's skeptical is I thought Embiid would would have been back in, yeah. in one of these first two games. Like I think if Embiid comes back, then the series is in the back for them. Yeah, like it's they'll figure. Because remember what I said on the pod, and I think <coughs> and I'm pretty sure you agreed with me. A guy yeah. like Dwayne Wade is going to win you a game. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. And then you agree. Yeah, yeah. Like no, the way man will figure out a way, like because he's a vet, he knows how to play basketball in the yeah. postseason. Like he'll fi- he'll win you one he'll win you one game. And honestly, if you're Philly, you're thankful that it was, it, or you're not. Th- if you're Miami, you're thankful that it was a one on the road, and not like one of the ones at home where you need it. Because like I really thought that the way this series is going to come out is what you, like, what is do you like, mean one on the road? Like. That, that Miami won, that Wade had that performance on the road as opposed to a home game. Because a home game, you know, the stereotype, like, the, the role players play a lot better. Like, I don't think they needed, you know, they might need that Wade performance to win a game at home. You never know, but... You can still get you a game out. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. My, my thing is, I think Wade wins you one to two games, and then if you're Miami, if, if Wade can win you two games in this series, like... Like he did, he already won. He already won one for you. If he can win another like that for you, then I think Miami gets the series. I think Wade could win you a couple more games in the clutch, just because he's the way Wade. Like I mean, like. Well, well, yes, yes. He he's great down the clutch. Like that's not my that's not my thing. My thing is like twenty eight points, like super super effective, like whole game winning. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, maybe not that. My yeah. thing is, it's like. If it's a close game, 
Yeah, you have Wade, and, and that's the you best. You have Wade, and that's a pretty good option to have to have for yes. Yes, I'm with you. I'm two with you minutes on that. or less offense. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So yeah, I like. Uh, I'm not too worried though about Philly because I think they'll figure it out. Um, this is a very very important game though, game three, um, with with Miami being at home now. All the favors in Miami's is in Miami's corner, but I'm not. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I picked Miami in seven, but now I'm like, now I feel like I'm stuck with the process, and I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta ride this out. Gotta ride it out. Got to. This is such a tough matchup for me. I go back and, and forth. I told you, like, it can switch every single game. It can. Um, it's really as like muddy as. Yes. Yeah. Who do you think? Um, because, like, my thing was, like, Philly executed awfully down the stretch in that game. Like, like I don't see I don't see J.J. Redick and Bellinelli being that bad down the stretch again. And yeah, like, But they also took such bad shots those last three minutes. They did. They took disgusting shots. They did, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't yeah. expect them to play that bad down the stretch Me again. Me neither. And I expect Roko to come back some games. Come back to life somehow. Yeah, somehow. Well, the thing is, the first game was, like, the shooters didn't miss. Yeah. This game, those shooters just messed everything. They're mm-hmm. building houses on Fortnite. Um, <laughs> so again, like, I want to see what they do when, like, they have, like, an even key and, like, shoot around 40-ish. Yeah, sh- shoot around their averages. 40. Maybe, maybe on the higher 42, end, yeah. like. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I think I think that's, I think once we see that game and we see the results of that game, that, that, then, then you'll know what will happen the rest of the we'll, series. We'll be able to predict the rest of the series. But, yeah. yeah. Um. Who are you? Who are you picking in Game Three? Game Three. Because you're because you're riding with the process, right? Philly. For the rest of for for the overall series. Philly. But yeah, it's, okay. So, yeah. Um, Embiid right now is doubtful as we're recording this podcast, so we'll see. Um, also, I don't think it's a big deal that Embiid tweeted that he wanted to play. Like, we knock this generation, and we, I'm saying not we specifically, but, you know, the old heads knock this generation for saying, oh, they're not tough, they don't want to play. No, he wants to play, but, you know. Yeah, shouts to Waz for that ran on that pod yesterday. Oh, did he rant about that? Oh, he ranted about that hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, Waz me. You can't, you can't, you can't criticize both ways. But anyways, uh, let's jump Anyways, to, let's go to uh, okay, the see. other rookie of the year. Yeah, the other rookie of the year, the the not rookie of the year, maybe co rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. Um, his injury. Uh, what's what's really the latest on that? I haven't I haven't I gotten have no the idea. It's just a sore foot. Right? Yeah, I think he I think he's scheduled to play through it right now. Um, if you could look that up for me. Real oh, quick. you better just. Um, but first off, so like, what were my thing coming into the series was. Remember what I said oh, when I said you oh, okay see in six, I said just because of the star power. And just that just the the sheer firepower that they can bring that Utah can't and offensively. And so far that's what uh that's what they did with, with Westbrook, George, Mello, all oh, having a, solid games. What's that? It's a toe. Yeah, it's a toe. Um it's a like a pinky toe to be specific. Yeah. And questionable still. Questionable? Okay. Um, and Paul George also questionable for tonight. Oh, really? Too. For what? Uh, I didn't hear. Bruised right hip. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that that's actually that's actually huge. That changed a lot of the series. Yeah. But um, Paul George was amazing. Game one. I mean, I've said it before. Playoff Paul George is for real thing. Playoff P. Playoff P. It, it's just it's just a hot take for me when I say this, but like, who's the Thunder's best player? I think. I think you have the argument for George. Like I see, I see why people want to lean George. Like, like I'd lean George ten times out of ten. Just because I think I think he's easier to play with. I think he, I think Westbrook is a better player, but I think you'd rather have Paul George. If that makes sense. Okay, because I'm no, I'm with that a hundred percent. Like I think like in a vacuum, like the things Westbrook can do are just like, I was crazy. Ge- like I was but, gonna I was gonna get ready to tweet that what was that Sunday when they played? Yeah. And I was like, Hold if I tweet this there might be so much slander coming my way. So many people are just like <laughs> triple double, triple heat. double, triple double, triple double, because that's all that matters apparently to basketball. Yeah. So um, I deleted it really quick. Paul George was a boss though. Eight of No, like that's three. my that's my thing. Okay, when is he ever gonna shoot eight eleven from for three? Yeah, again. he's 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 not. But no, so but I'm I'm not saying that's the average. But no, I'm saying it I'm shows you that he's yeah, no, 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 no. I hate for real. But like when Paul George is elite offensively and he's on like that. Well, I mean, he'll always bring it defensively, but like yeah. when he's elite offensively like that, like freaking about it, like yeah. The dude is so long. Yeah. He is so long, and it's like, he's so good. Yeah, he's so good. He's so so good. Okay, so enough glamorizing about OKC and what they did. So that was basically my premise was that I was going with them because I know they have Russ, and I know they have George, and I know those guys can get something going offensively. Yeah. And and my other thing was that this is a a series where Melo, even though Utah's great defensively, Melo himself – is it Utah doesn't have the offensive firepower to make Melo a liability, so he's able to play more? No, um, well, that's the thing about this series. It's that OKC, even though Melo's awful, Utah doesn't have enough firepower, right? Like, right. Like, Utah needs, like, a guy or two more to be able to make this. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, how surprised are you that Don- Paul George wasn't on Donovan Mitchell the entire game? Uh, Not that surprised. Because I thought that was going to 100% be the case. Like, I remember you and I talking yeah, about it. Like, yeah, like, you'd want that to be the challenge, but, like... But, I mean, hey, it worked. I mean, the thing is, too, like, the other advantage, too, is, like, you can put it on somebody, like, a little worse. And, and you can free, free safety. safety. Yeah, like and LeBron do, does. Yeah, and do that do kind that of thing. very well. Yeah, he and does that you very can, well. And you can use... Well, yeah, because he's long as hell. Yeah. You can use your length and be able to get in the passing lane, get deflections, get steals, and get your team running the other way and transition offense where you're pretty impossible to stop. Yeah, 100%. So that's why you kind of use them that way. Yeah. But um, I'm sure if ever it came to a clutch situation where it was like, uh, you need to stop, Billy yeah. Donovan would be smart enough to be like, I don't know, actually. Yeah. I'd hope he'd be smart enough to say, all right, Paul, you can guard right. me for... But, uh, yeah, so... Even my thing, how worried are you? Because I think you picked Utah, right? Yeah. Um, how worried are you moving forward with, obviously, Donovan Mitchell, not 100%. Maybe maybe he can be, like, 90%. Like, maybe it's just, like, a little <coughs> nagging injury that kind of bugs him but yeah. doesn't really alter, you know, kind of kind of one of those injuries that's almost so low-key could go unreported. But, um, but with that and with just how – 
watching that game, like it, it just Utah's offense was just such a struggle to me. Like, I mean, Rubio had to like shoot a lot of shots, and you know, that's obviously not conducive to winning basketball games. So it's like, so it's like I was very, very concerned about Utah's offense moving forward. What about you? Yeah, me too. Um, Utah did not look that impressive. Um, I thought they'd be able to figure some more things out schematically, mm-hmm. but it looks like they really couldn't. Yeah. And I think okay, so you will probably have no problems. Do you think so? I don't think sweep. I think they'll still find a way to be able to get it done. I think it'll push seven or six in OKC's way, hmm. just because of the simple fact that Utah doesn't have enough firepower yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of been my thing. This is I don't know, and now with Donovan questionable, even if he's not, even if he's anything less than a hundred percent, he's your number one far and away best offensive option. And props to Donovan because he played great. Yeah, he played fantastic. Like so, nobody could really check him. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, so are you ready to jump to uh, another series? Yeah, that's the last one we got. Uh the last one we got here before we get out of here is. We got a few 0-2 teams. Uh, the Blazers are down 0-2 to the Pelicans, heading to New Orleans. Uh, the Wizards are down 0-2 to the Raptors, heading back to Washington. Uh, and the Bucks are down 0-2 to Boston, heading to Milwaukee. So which of these series are is there the most trouble? Because I feel like there's a case for all of them. I, because... The general case, and this is the case I believe least, is that the Blazers are most in trouble because they're going, um, they're going back, they're going, they're going to New Orleans. They're on the road for the next two games, down 0-2. So there's that, there's that problem which is but, never looks good. But those games are a toss up, so I don't believe that. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. Right, um, it's like all these games have been so close. It's like I don't think that's even really that much of a worry. Yeah, Washington looks like they can implode at any moment. Uh, Milwaukee is down 0-2. They look like they ha- Giannis has absolutely no help. But you're heading back home, and you have you have where generally role players play better, and you are facing of the three teams that are up 2-0. Boston is the least talented, I would say. Yeah. So, so my thing is. My my thing is I would lean Milwaukee only because it looks just so it looks so bad for Giannis right now, like as far as I'm with you. I I'd say Milwaukee for sure. But but also Washington just looks like they could just like I said, implode at any moment. No, I'm with you. I'd say uh Washington. I mean no not Washington, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They look awful. Yeah, they, they do. look so Jabari, bad. nothing. Eric Bledsoe. Can't even remember. He got crossed so bad he can't even remember the name of who who he's guarding. Yeah, Terry, Mr. Untouchable. Yo, check him oh, first for of concussion all, protocol. First of all, shout out to Terry Rozier, man. I put you under so much stress this year, man. I'm sorry I slandered you so much. Yeah. Um, but, dude, you're out here killing it. Dude, that cross, I, I remember watching that cross live uh, when I was watching the Celtics and Bucks game one. And I, was, I audibly said, oh, shit. Like I, I couldn't even control. Like it just, it just happened. Um, it was, it was so bad. Uh, that that cross, Bledsoe got lost. Um, so yeah, Bledsoe's been super ineffective. Uh, he's had his moments though. He's he's had so, he got some clutch buckets for them in game one. Um, but outside of that, Chris Middleton's been great. 
So he's been a real help for Giannis. But, I mean, outside of that, Giannis really hasn't had, like, anything. Brogdon's been about what you expect, right? Expect, nothing What do you expect more. the point guard who can't shoot to do? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then, so then we got, so yeah, so Bledsoe, Jabari, those are the two guys I'm looking at as the guys who have to step up. Is there anyone else you're really seeing? Uh, Bledsoe, Jabari for sure. Um, maybe get a little bit out of... Uh, what about my guy, Thon? I was like, about to say Thon Maker, yeah. Like, what's up with Thon? I want to see Thon play more. Like, I want to see Thon play. Like, he, I think, can pose some interesting problems for Boston. Um, because... Because Al Horford is granted a lot of his defensive scheming is switch is being a good switcher and all that, but and he's not necessarily a rim protector like Rudy Gobert, but he's someone who um, but but he play but he does defend the rim well, not in the the shot blocking way that Gobert does, but just in just being kind of just like being a body and being and around, yeah, so, positional stuff. So if Don can pull you out of the paint for a few minutes and help Giannis, you would think. Also, the Giannis at five lineup pretty effective. Glad that they're kind of using it, but it seems like it seems like they would have to play like forty minutes of that for them to be, even be like successful. Yeah, the, like they were plus like thirteen per hundred when they used it. Yeah, and they would use it for like two minutes, go on a but huge. But you can't run. use that for long stretches. Yeah, no, it's a very fame minute burst thing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um. But yeah, man, I think we I think we owe Boston an apology because we we totally disrespected them and uh, so do we think shirts they've so been short, playing a while short series for Boston. I'm not ready to go there just because. Are we saying Boston at five? You know, it's it it's totally on the table. I had Boston honestly, this six. is my thing. I think if they split one of if they win, well, yeah, if they split or win both, because I'm gonna be a sweep. Yeah. But if they split, they'll win five. They'll I win think five. so too. I think so too. I don't think this Bucks team has it in them to be down three one and win on the road. <laughs> I don't think this Bucks team has that. Winning game seven on the road in the Garden. No, I'm talking about even like a game five. Like no, down but I'm 3-1. saying like even but if yeah. they get to game seven, winning game seven on the road in right. Boston. Yeah, yeah, it's no. it's absolutely imperative that Milwaukee wins both these at home. They have to. They have to. Um. So. Yeah, that's my shout that's my out thing to uh, Al Horford for doing a pretty decent job actually guarding yeah. Giannis. These yes, and shout out to the young bloods, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They and Terry Rozier, Mister Untouchable. Mister Untouchable, that's gotta be his nickname, dude. He's gotta remember when the NBA had those jersey nickname jerseys. Oh, one Christmas I did them. Yes, they gotta do that for, just for him. Just, just only him though, Mister oh, Untouchable. Yeah. yeah. Kyrie's will still say like Irving, like but but he's the only one on the team that gets a Mister Untouchable. Um, but yeah, so uh, quickly yeah, I guess because we have some other was we have some other time. Um, Drew Holiday, amazing. Oh yeah, we can talk a little bit. Like, yeah. what did you want to? We can just highlight a they player or two that you want to talk about. Anthony yeah. Davis. They Portland cannot stop Anthony Davis. Yeah. At all. He's amazing. So, yeah. Drew Holiday's been really good. Yeah. So, are you wavering on your... Because uh, we talked about this. You picked Portland. I picked uh, Pelicans. 
you uh, are you wavering? We we talked about how both of these we kind of said that like both of these are essentially both of those games were essentially toss ups that New Orleans won, but they won them nonetheless. Are you um, are you wavering on your uh, Portland Portland winning this series? No, because the series has been so random. Yeah, and so also the randomness can play into their favor. Drew Holiday, you're amazing. I if you go to my Twitter feed, I went nuts last night. Um, but I still think Dame's gonna find a way to be more effective than what he's been. I think Stotts will figure out a way to be able to figure something. Yeah, yeah, something will. Happen. So, a player you've been the most impressed with, you said Drew, Drew Holiday, a hundred percent of of all the players. And I think I think of all the series, I'm most interested in this one. Yeah, for me, this has been the most entertaining. Honestly, series. for me, it's the series that's been the least entertaining. But uh, you, Mister Andre Iguodala. Yes. This dude, like, the whole regular season, all of basketball Twitter would, like, freak out about him missing jump shots, about him not yeah. doing anything. But the dude literally gets paid $16 million a year to show, to show up. up for two months of basketball. Love it. Like, if that's anybody's life, you want it to be, like, mine, like, because this game, like, did you watch game two and all of that series? Uh, no, I missed most of it. I, I caught some of it. I Shot four for quarter. five from three. Hit a clutch three, like a clutch three to basically yeah. seal the game. Comes down, guards the mall like Aldridge and the Marcus Aldridge in the post. Consecutive play, he turns around to do that like post little fader. You know, like the patented Andre yeah. strip. Yeah. Gets a strip to lead it out of the break. Then he catches a lob from Manu in the face. And he dunks it. And then he just like emphatically yells at like Manu, like running back. That's crazy. I love you, That's just like, Andre never changed. Like, never, never That changed. dude has the comfiest gig of all time in the NBA. Literally shows up to play two months of basketball, yeah. and he plays like... So, in all seriousness, looking forward, what series... Um, is, Miami, is Miami Philly the most perplexing series to you going forward? Honestly, no. Portland, New Orleans. Portland, New Orleans, yeah. I honestly might not watch any games now except for Portland, New Orleans. <laughs> Dude, those games are so great. <coughs> no, they're amazing. It's run after run. Oh, no, they're so amazing. Because, like, they're so random. Yeah. So it's literally just, like, when I... And there's enough talent to make it quality. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like two, like, okay, teams playing. Yeah, it's like no, two, so there's enough... Teams, yeah. yeah, so this is my thing, right? It's like, I always say basketball is like a game of runs, but, like, this game is, like, it's literally, like, 10-0 run versus another 10-0 run, like... <laughs> Versus the fifteen to five run. It's amazing. I hope this team goes on like a twenty to seven run, and it's, it's literally just a game of runs. Like, yeah, I love it. Um, I love it. I'm very excited for it. Uh, what what games do we have on deck for tonight? Houston, Minnesota. Uh, Houston, Minnesota, Indiana, Cleveland, OKC, Utah. Okay, Pick give ups. me your predictions. Yeah, Pickums. Um, let's go Pacers. Ooh. Okay. Is that is that is that genuine feeling or is that just I want absolute hell for Cleveland? Absolute hell for Cleveland. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Me too. I want Cleveland. I want Cleveland to hit the panic button and like so bad. So so badly. Yeah, for sure. Indiana keep balling. Um, Indiana. Shouts to Tristan Thompson. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Shout out to Tristan Thompson. Indiana, uh let's go with uh what was that? Uh Houston, Minnesota, who you got? Oh, Houston. Um Yep. 
Uh, I got Houston comfortably too. I think they're gonna. We didn't talk about Houston, but I think they're gonna. I think they. Oh got, yeah. Also, anybody out here listening, hitting the panic button on Houston, y'all need to chill. They'll be yeah. fine. It'll be a sweep. But it um, should be reoccurring. It should be it. It should be a panic button for those of you that were saying, okay, they're going to beat the Warriors. Yeah. Because they for, looked, but for everyone, they looked very vulnerable against a very bad Minnesota. But team. everyone who approach Houston rationally like we did, you know, you're you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You have nothing to worry about. They're still probably the biggest threat to get to they're probably they're probably the biggest threat to Warriors still. Yeah. So well, um, unless unless New Orleans keeps unless going. Drew Holiday just clamps <laughs> clamps K D, Curry and Clay all simultaneously. Oh, actually I'm so excited. I'm I actually want Pelicans to win now. Yes. Because I really do want to see a motivated Draymond versus AD matchup. Oh, yes. Because, like, Draymond hasn't had a reason to care yet. Yeah. Because, like, Draymond's the type of dude who's just like, do I have to go out there and guard somebody finally? Like, yeah. Because he just loves, like... So, like, you know how Retz is, like, a do-it-all offensive guy? Yeah. Like, if Draymond was ever equivalent to that, like, that's him defensively. Like, yeah. he thrives off of being, like, let me guard all five people at one time because he can somehow magically pull it off. Yeah. And, like, he'll get lit for that 80s here. So, yeah, Pelicans, yeah. I want that now because you just brought that up. But Okay, yeah. And yeah. The last game, Utah-OKC. What do you think? Utah-OKC. Tough crowd, OKC. Utah-Donovan. So, if Donovan... 100%, right? Might, might not even play. He's questionable. Yeah, so if Donovan plays and Paul doesn't, I really want to say Utah. Yeah. But, but I, th- Donovan... I don't think I don't think Paul. The fact that I'm just learning about this injury makes me seem like okay, Paul George is gonna play. But also, I feel like Billy Donovan, if he was smart, he'd be like, we should be able to handle these guys without him. Yeah, they should be able to. But I don't know. I, I think it, I think if George was out and Donovan played, I think I would lean Utah's way because they're desperate. But also, it is okay. It is in OKC, and OKC is. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, a good home team. So that is true, but I also hate OKC so much. So let's go Utah. <laughs> glad, glad to get your unbiased opinions here on the podcast. So man. unbiased opinions. Love, love your honesty and openness on this podcast, <laughs> my friend. Well, Akil, um, it was a pleasure to have you on. I think I said them all as you were saying them. Okay, oh. I got just to highlight. Then I got Cleveland. Um, I think they're just too desperate. They're they're gonna win. Um, uh, Houston okay. comfortably. Uh, so Cleveland, Houston, yeah, OKC. Yeah, OKC. Alright, cool. Yeah. Um, and and that's with or without injury. Like, there's so many. Like, those are Paul George and Donovan Mitchell are huge swings in game decisions. But um, I I think both will play, and I think uh, I think OKC will win just because they're the better team with more offensive firepower at home and that's and that's my thoughts on that so i'm with that all right well mikhail it's always a pleasure having you on gonna have gonna have to have you back soon to talk some more playoffs about the other series we didn't get into Um, oh plus uh plus what hip-hop review oh yes hip-hop review look out for an amazing hip-hop review coming uh we won't even tell you who It'll yes we won't even out. tell you who it will be a secret but it's a high demand uh album review it's a nasty high demand yeah i've had i've had friends fans listeners you know whatever like hit me up like when's it coming and i'm like i'm like it's coming big secrets yeah 
Big secrets, big secrets. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty. You can follow me on Twitter, at RealChrisPlatty. And this is pretty much damn near the co-host of the Strictly Hoop Talk, Akil. Akil Hollingsworth. Give me a title him. already, man. Yeah, you can find him on, uh, it's all about the titles, man. It's all about <laughs> as the long titles. As long as happen yet, not. Uh, but uh, you can find him on Twitter, at Akil underscore H, right? No. Or is it oh, HH? Yeah, man. Yeah, yes, Akil HH. Akil HH, I caught myself there. Um, So go check him out as well. All right, man. Everybody stay blessed. Have fun watching basketball. Enjoy this. Best time of the year, baby. NBA playoffs. See you guys.